Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on I'm this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy. Yeah. Right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In a world where fossil fuel companies are terrified of school children. Where world leaders are ignoring climate science. Bing, bing, bong, bong. And nature is recreating doomsday movie plots. What will happen next? It's up to you. Listen to the Outrage and Optimism podcast. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. I'm so excited about this month's theme, Tastemakers. All month, we're featuring women who changed the culinary game. For much of history, women have been relegated to domestic tasks, yet female innovators in food and beverage are often under-celebrated. Let's change that. Today we're talking about a chef, restaurateur, cookbook author, and TV show host who popularized Chinese cuisine in the U.S. Meet Joyce Chen. Joyce Chen was born on September 12, 1917, in Beijing, China. Her father was a railroad administrator and city executive. He hired a chef to cook all the family's meals. From a young age, Joyce loved to cook. She learned about Chinese cuisine from the family chef and from other family members in her home kitchen. By the age of 18, Joyce had already cooked her first professional dinner. In 1949, during the Chinese Communist Revolution, Joyce, her husband, and their two children were living in Shanghai. They decided to leave and move to Cambridge, Massachusetts. In her new town, Joyce often met students from China attending Harvard and MIT who said they missed the food from home. Joyce cooked for them and also cooked for events at her kids' school. Her culinary skills were lauded by both audiences, and the praise inspired Joyce to open up a restaurant in Cambridge in 1958 called Joyce Chen Restaurant. At Joyce Chen Restaurant, Joyce served both authentic Chinese and American-style dishes. She wanted to make it easy for other diners to try new foods. She often served buffet-style meals, so customers could test out everything. Her menus were multilingual, and she numbered menu items in order to ease communications between workers who spoke different languages. Joyce's innovations are still commonly used in Chinese restaurants today. Joyce then started teaching cooking classes. 
Two years later, in 1962, Joyce self-published a groundbreaking cookbook. Established publishers initially didn't want to work with her because Joyce insisted on including color photos of the food. The book was a combination of recipes, cooking tips, and instructions for a variety of Chinese cooking traditions. The foreword to the cookbook was written by President Eisenhower's heart surgeon, Dr. Paul Dudley White, who praised Joyce for promoting healthier dishes. Joyce's cookbook was eventually published and released nationally by J.B. Lippincott Company. It sold more than 70,000 copies and was reprinted for many decades. In 1967, Joyce opened a second restaurant in Cambridge and starred in her own cooking show on PBS called Joyce Chen Cooks. The TV show was a major hit, and it gave Joyce the opportunity to introduce Chinese cuisine into thousands of home kitchens across America. She filmed on the same set as Julia Child, and the two became good friends. As Joyce's popularity grew, she introduced new dishes, including favorites like Peking duck, mushi pork, scallion pancakes, soup dumplings, and hot and sour soup to U.S. audiences. Joyce continued expanding her restaurant presence in the Cambridge area and opened two larger Joyce Chen restaurants in 1969 and 1973. She also expanded her brand into cookware and grocery. In 1970, she created and patented the Peking Wok, a flat-bottomed stir-fry pan and its handle. The following year, she designed and sold a line of Chinese utensils. She also introduced a line of Chinese sauces and oils for supermarkets. Her three children, Henry, Helen, and Stephen, worked with her and eventually took over operations. Joyce Chen had become a household name. In the early 1980s, Joyce was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. She passed away on August 23, 1994. In 2014, Joyce was featured on a U.S. stamp in honor of her accomplishments. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another incredible tastemaker. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In a world where fossil fuel companies are terrified of school children. Where 
world leaders are ignoring climate science. Bing, bing, bong, bong. And nature is recreating doomsday movie plots. What will happen next? It's up to you. Listen to the Outrage and Optimism podcast.